Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Monday, February 15th, 2021. Today is, of course, President's Day. And so today I'm going to share a poem with you that is in keeping with that theme. It's by an American poet named Morris Manning. This is a poem called Rail Splitter. It's the title poem from his collection, Rail Splitter, which came out a couple years ago. And it is his seventh poetry collection. His first book, Lawrence Booth's Book of Visions, was selected by W.S. Merwin for the Yale series of Younger Poets, and his fourth book, The Common Man, was a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize. He's a member of the Fellowship of Southern Writers and is a teacher at Transylvania University and in the MFA program for writers at Warren Wilson College. He lives in Kentucky with his family. Railsplitter is a book that speaks in the voice of the posthumous voice of Abraham Lincoln. Over the years, I've read one or two poems from that collection, and it's one of my favorite recent collections of poetry. So here on President's Day, I wanted to share this poem with you. Again, it's called Rail Splitter, and just remember that it is in the posthumous voice of Abraham Lincoln. I was killed by an actor, a famous, glamorous young man known for playing the tragic roles. And I was a president whose face was coarse and enigmatic, though marked by a conscious mole. But the derringer he stuck behind my ear produced, in the end, a dark, symbolic hole, American and bottomless. No tears can fill it. Your Melville had the accurate verse, What like a bullet can undeceive? Hear, hear the antique eloquence of the national curse. What an ironic martyr I've been. I'm long in a realm that has no ceilings, though dying was worse. There is a mystery to being wrong, and that has darkened the shadows of my mind. Mainly I mean how I could like the song away down yonder in the, la in the land of cotton for rhyme and what else should I call it but jauntiness and ignore the euphemistic old times? Make up a song to cover sin, boundless and almost unimaginable sin. My task has been to stare it in the face, faceless though it is. We share a common dark. A mask is what we have, one voice and total silence, and verse intended not to answer, but ask the obvious question hanging in the distance of time. Who is that swinging on the gallows? My friends united by love and innocence. And who is buried in those endless rows, those silent lines of American poetry where metaphors and muses Refuse to go. This is a 30-line poem, uh, 10 three-line stanzas. And I think that Manning is one of America's greatest poets at combining both traditional formal elements with uh, American colloquialism, I suppose, or, or dialect or um, regional, regional speech. There, there's a sense in which he's a cataloger of tradition. He's a rememberer in his poetry. He's similar in that way to someone like Wendell Berry or um, even someone like Louise Erdrich and her fiction or uh, Ted Kuzer comes to mind from Nebraska. And in that, he is an essential 
he is an essential poet doing an essential work. And there is a line, an image, that, that is kind of haunting to me. And, and it's why I wanted to read this poem here on President's Day. It's the sixth line of the poem. It ends the second stanza. I'll just read the last two lines of the second stanza, and then it enjams into the first line of the third stanza. That line, can, that, that, that sentence, that thought continues on to the beginning of the third stanza. It goes like this. But the derringer he stuck behind my ear produced in the end a dark symbolic hole, American and bottomless. And I have thought a lot about the sort of pathos, I suppose, the, 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 the power of that image that Abraham Lincoln's death if you will, produced a dark symbolic hole that is uniquely American and also bottomless. There are a few events that have been more uh, at the core of the American psyche than the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Of course, that's because it's tied to our civil war, which of course is tied to, to slavery, to so much death, to just so much darkness. And in a way, the figure of Lincoln has haunted our country. But in a sense, all of our presidents, their figures are both, are, are, are at the same time haunting figures and figures of hope. Every time we elect someone new, we hope that our lives are going to be better in four years, right? We hope that that new president is going to eliminate whatever happened with the previous one. This has been the cycle. If you didn't like what was happening with the previous president, then the new one is going to, going to solve your problems, you hope. You can only hope, though. And yet we're, we look back and we're haunted by choices they made, by things they didn't do. Sometimes we stand up and clap for things they did or things they didn't do. But every president is also human. Every president is also flawed. Most presidents, I would say, are trying to do the best they can. Some, of course, are, like in every job, I suppose, are just driven by getting to the top, by power. So here we are on President's Day looking back, honoring um, people like George Washington, whose birth, originally this holiday was commemorating his, his birthday. But as we look back and we, and we look back to specifically to a president like George Washington or a president like Abraham Lincoln, this is the kind of day like the 4th of July that allows us to reflect on our history, to, to reflect on what we've learned, um, and to turn to voices like Morris Manning who help us process 260 years of, of history. They help us understand where we've come from. They give voice to our stories. And that is ultimately one of the key, the key roles that poetry and literature of all sorts, or the, or the arts of all sorts, really, um, that's one of the key roles that they play, uh, can play for us in our culture. That's why we have to keep, remember, keep, keep producing poetry, keep celebrating it, keep reading it, keep listening to it. So once more, here is Morris Manning's Rail Splitter, and this will be it for today. I was killed by an actor, a famous, glamorous young man known for playing the tragic roles. And I was a president whose face was coarse and enigmatic, though marked by a conscious mole. But the derringer he stuck behind my ear produced in the end a dark, symbolic hole, American and bottomless. No tears can fill it. Your Melville had the accurate verse, What like a bullet can undeceive? Hear, hear, the antique eloquence of the national curse. 
What an ironic martyr I've been. I'm long in a realm that has no ceilings, though dying was worse. There is a mystery to being wrong, and that has darkened the shadows of my mind. Mainly, I mean, how I could like the song away down yonder in the land of cotton for rhyme, and what else should I call it but jauntiness, and ignore the euphemistic old times. Make up a song to cover sin, boundless and almost unimaginable sin. My task has been to stare it in the face, faceless though it is. We share a common dark, a mask is what we have, one voice in total silence and verse intended not to answer, but ask the obvious question hanging in the distance of time. Who is that swinging on the gallows? My friends united by love and innocence. And who is buried in those endless rows, those silent lines of American poetry where metaphors and muses refuse to go? This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.